Hello and welcome back to the She Leads The Way podcast, where we provide inspiration, insights and practical advice for curious women. I'm your host, Nikki Bedford, and our guest today is Beverly DeCruz, who is General Manager for Pizza Heart across the Middle East and Pakistan. As General Manager, Beverly leads the growth agenda for Pizza Heart. A seasoned leader, she has been with Yum for 16 years across Pizza Hut and KFC in Canada, the UK and the Middle East, and most recently as Chief Brand Officer for Pizza Hut Meta. Prior to that, Beverly worked at Unilever for six years and she is a graduate of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Beverly is passionate about building powerhouse teams, transformation and turnarounds and helping leaders find purpose. Beverly, it's so nice to have you on board. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me, Nikki. Wonderful meeting you. Wonderful meeting you. Please kick us off. Tell me, I'd love you to start by giving me a bit of your background and how you got into your career. Sure. Uh, so I was uh, born in Pakistan. I um, am a Catholic. So that was interesting because I was born in a predominantly Muslim country, which was uh, always created a sense of belonging. Yes. I needed to belong somewhere. I didn't quite feel like I belonged. Mm. And uh, I lived in Pakistan for 17 years, went to college in the U.S., and I studied finance and economics, had no idea what I wanted to do. Nice. And I uh, entered the world of marketing following love. Uh, somebody I was dating was working at Unilever. Oh, really? And, and you were like, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was cool. And I went in to do finance, and then I realized marketing was cooler, and I could use my commercial skills to be a better marketeer. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I started doing marketing about 20 years ago. And I love what I do, and I've done it for about 20 years, and very recently got to broaden my horizons, use some of those commercial skills uh, to be a general manager and do things broader than marketing. So I've had a lot of fun uh, doing brand for Unilever, for um, Yum, across multiple geographies. And the reason that Kistil keeps me excited is because I'm always learning something new. Yeah. Either it's a new country or new consumers or a different culture. Uh, and so I've had a lot of fun in the last 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. What do you find the biggest differences between moving from finance and economics into marketing? Like what a transition. Uh, I didn't really have a career in finance. That's yeah. what I studied. Uh, but I think uh, marketing just helps you take what you've learned in finance and put it to use. Yeah. Which I find a lot more uh, fun to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think people think of marketing as just advertising, but it not, isn't necessarily. No. Selling a product to eventually drive revenue that you then put into a bank. Yeah. Uh, so it can be a lot of different things, and I think I can use my commercial skills to have yeah. a lot more fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me. So the reason that uh, we decided to have this chat was around, you know, this big topic around finding your purpose, which is, I think, something that everyone would love to know, uh, especially these days, as people are much more curious about themselves and the future. How did you come about finding your purpose? Um, I, I'm 42 years old. I think I found my purpose when I was 40. I wish I found it earlier, but I literally stumbled upon it during COVID. Yes. I think uh, when we were all stuck at home with nothing much to do uh, and just work was the only thing that I was doing, um, I started looking for um, an opportunity and I got selected for a program with Yum that was called um, Next Generation Leaders. And I was very lucky to be put into a Harvard program. It was a virtual one. I've always dreamed about going to Harvard to do a program, oh, but the wow. virtual one did, 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 did as well. And it was something called Authentic Leadership Development, and I was just happy to take any program from Harvard that was coming my way. I didn't know what I was walking into, and then suddenly I stumbled into a program that just changed my life. Wow, And it was, really? called, it was called Authentic Leadership Development, but the whole program was about helping and finding your own purpose. Yes. And um, it was, you know, multiple different steps, and I went through the entire program, and at the end of it, I found my purpose. 
and it was oh, just wow. It was just like uh, a weight had fallen off your shoulders, and it was just liberating and. Uh, it helped me be more confident about who I was as a person. And then through the year, that next-gen program took me through different experiences. And everywhere I went, it had something linked with purpose. Wow. We met um, Unilever CEO called Alan Jope, and he came and spoke with us. He talked about purpose. Uh, there was a book about Ikigai that we were given to read that had anything to do with purpose. Mm. And, you know, you almost feel like different parts of the world are aligning yes. and are finding you. And uh, I took it on me to then say, I found my purpose. How can I help other people find theirs? Yeah. And I used uh, Yum's employees as our guinea pig. Oh, fantastic. Uh, the, I'm sure they love that. The chief people officer got excited about the program. Yeah. He was my partner in crime. And the two of us uh, ran a program for... Yum and, uh, and Pizza Hut KFC and all our brands mm. and we thought nobody's going to come so the imposter syndrome was real. Yeah. We're, like, we're going to run this program and then we're going to see who comes, maybe nobody will come and we created three, three, three workshops and we opened it up for first come first serve and they all got sold out. Oh my gosh. They were all booked up and we've helped multiple leaders across the world find their purpose and I feel like my purpose is, is yeah. found in helping others find That's purpose amazing. as well. So for people that are listening and thinking, oh my gosh, Bethley, I would love to find my purpose, what is the first step? Um, I think the first step really is to understand the why. Why are you looking to find your purpose and what is purpose really? Yeah, exactly. Um, so the why, why is purpose important? I think if you think about it, uh, there's a statement that the Unilever CEO said to us, which was brands with purpose grow, companies with purpose matter and people with purpose thrive. And for me, the people with the purpose thrive really resonated a yeah. lot. I mean, companies and brands are great, but if you can help find leaders uh, that thrive mm. when they find their purpose, then that's kind of win-win yeah, for absolutely. a company and for the employee. So the why was super important for me, which is you're going to help somebody do better. And well, what is purpose? I think purpose is really who you are. And it's what your values are and what defines you. Mm. And um, it's like an insight, which is it's lying all around you, but you quite haven't found it. Yeah. But when you do find it, you're like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. That is who I am. And that is, uh, you know, what, what defines me. Yeah. So that's kind of why I think uh, you should go about finding your purpose. Yeah, I love that so much. And that resonates with me, especially as I've been going through a transition phase in the last couple of months and it was the first time that I even thought to myself, I'm like, well, why am I actually here? Like, what am I here on this earth for? I sort of thought that I had this, you know, path and then things blew up and next minute I'm like, well, I know I'm here for a reason. I know I want to make a big impact, but like if someone could give me some form of sign... So what would my first step be after, what would the step be after identifying that I want to find my purpose? I think uh, there's different ways to do about it, to go about it. But the, what I do at the bookshops I run for uh, my guinea pigs at Yum, yes. uh, we, we draw a lifeline. And so you start from the day you're born and you start uh, putting down the key life stages that have happened to you in your life. So for example, I said I was born in Pakistan. Well, then you go through every year of your life and you say, okay, what are the big milestones? What are the small yeah. milestones? And you draw it out on a, on a piece of paper. And you go higher for the ups and you go down yeah. for the lows and you see what it looks like. So that could be the first step. And you will see that it will tell you a story. Uh, and my, my, my own life uh, line showed me that every time there was a really low low, mm. there was a very high high after that. Yeah. And my low lows were my mom passed away and then my mm. dad passed away and then a whole, whole series of them. But literally when my dad passed away, I discovered, or a year later, I was pregnant with my first child. <gasps> And it's so ironic that when my mom passed away, I was now pregnant with my second child. I'm like, I don't know how. But like literally every loss comes with a gain. And I didn't quite know what it was telling me. So we plotted all of that together. 
the next thing you do is you think about your life and you think about there are a couple of questions you answer. The first one really is, um, what do you do when no one's watching? You know, no one's around you. You could be in your shower. What's on your mind and what might you be doing? Oh, interesting. Um, so that could be the first piece. Then the other questions you can do is asking people that you would have been with and you're not with them anymore. What did they miss about you? Mm. And that gave, oh, that gives you a pretty cool. So I did I did a very scared mess, message to the people that I worked with in London and said, huh, I'm not with you anymore. I'm in this training course. What do you miss about me? And again, imposter syndrome. I'm thinking nothing. <laughs> They miss nothing about They're me. They're not going to get a response. And I got such lovely comments. Aww. And I'm like, almost didn't see that about me. So you put all these clues about yourself. Yeah. You're really on a, on a mystery hunt. You're putting all your life experiences down. And then you start looking for themes of what is this really telling me. Yes. I went through a lot of pictures. And I put some of my pictures out there and said, what makes me the most happy? When am I the most stressed? Yeah. When am I the real me? And you go through all these different experiences. And uh, you then just pause and you reflect. And um, you share that with people if you want, and then you can have a conversation. So in our workshops, we have people discuss it, yeah. and other people help you find the solution as well. Um, and then um, I found my purpose. And you know, when I looked, I told you about my life lifeline and yes. the downs and the ups and the downs and the ups. What I discovered was that every time life threw me something really hard mm. or um, something really difficult, I found a way to take it and make something better out of yeah, it. Well, Whether you. I was doing it or the universe was doing it. And so I, I call my own leadership purpose uh, when life throws lemons at you, make lemon juice. Yes. Or add some tequila and, oh, uh, yes, and drink it's it even better. Uh, so that's really who, you know, and, and drawing the lifeline really helped me understand that because every time life went low, it went up, back up. Yeah. But it was how I was turning out to be when life went low and how mm. did I behave. Yeah. Because you can, you, can, you can stay low for as long as you yeah. want, but if you're ready to fight it, you come back up. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the up might be even greater yeah. than the lows. Uh, and really, like if I look at my two boys, I lost my parents, but I feel like yeah. I, I got two beautiful boys, As a, not that they were a trait, but no, it was course. just how it has happened. And anytime I've been to a country that I've not really liked, something wonderful has happened as a result yeah. after. And there's a statement that says, you know, uh, you're mostly learning when you're actually uncomfortable. Mm, I it agree is, It is that. probably a real thing. So I know you're feeling uncomfortable transitioning through jobs, but you might be onto a better thing yeah, uh, as you go. And so we run this exercise, the lifeline, the experiences, the looking at pictures, asking people uh, what they miss about you and then starting to look for clues. Yes. And some people find it easily and mm. some people it takes a bit longer and more digging. Yes. Uh, but eventually you do find your purpose and you write your purpose not as a statement of, uh, you know, I'm here to make the world a better place. It's, it just has to mean something really important to you. Yeah, I love that. Uh, one of the leaders I was uh, working with found uh, her purpose to be, I'm a rainbow that adds color to the world. Oh, um, that's really special. Yeah, I so like it's, that. it's pretty, it's pretty cool things. Uh, another one was taking the hard road. That mm. was, that was this this person's purpose, which was every time they succeeded was when they took the hard road yeah. and they took the path that nobody else wanted to walk yeah. and they found success in that. I love that. Uh, so it's, it's very, very rewarding. And like I said, it suddenly takes away a weight of your shoulder mm. and you feel far more relaxed. You stop worrying about all the negative things in life and yeah. you're focused and clear about where you're headed to once you know that. Yeah, definitely. No, I love that so much. And what I'm also hearing is there's a level of self-awareness that comes with identifying. Clarity. Yeah, clarity. Yeah. Um, I'd love you to touch on, I know we were, when we were speaking before, you were talking about the Ikigao. Ikigai, yes. Ikigai, sorry. Yeah, so Ikigai is a concept out of Japan. And uh, I know we were talking about the pizza flavor of yes. the Japanese uh, pizza. But it's a book that uh, has been written about, uh, so it's called Ikigai. And the whole concept in the book is 
somebody's done research on a certain town or a village in Japan where yes. everybody lives to be more than 100 years old. They are, there's a whole bunch of people there that are more than 100 years old and they're healthy and they're happy and wow. they live in this town. So they went on to find out why are these people living so long mm. and what might be happening. And what they discovered was that these set of people uh, lived in a certain manner. They um, got together every evening and they drank wine. <laughs> they, had a, they had a patch of uh, flowers that they would plant on. They just had a sense of community. Yes. And that sense of community gave them happiness and peace. And uh, as a result, they thrived and yeah. they continued to grow. And so there's these four concentric circles, which is when you find what you love and when you find what you're good at yeah. and if the world can pay you for it. And if it's something you really enjoy and that intersects, yes. you then find what your purpose is in terms of uh, if it is a job that it is. Mm. Well, then you're not doing something that you is absolutely your passion. The world needs it yeah. and they're not going to pay you for it, which could be absolutely perfect. So your podcast could be one of those. Well, uh, he's hoping. Here we go. <laughs> but that is the whole concept of Ikigai, doing what gives you joy yeah. as a result of which you live longer. And that's another reason and a benefit of finding a purpose. Uh, research has shown that people that have their purpose live longer. Mm. Um, they are better leaders because they have that clarity. Yeah. And they're also growth mindset leaders. You know, a lot of a lot of time people say, but there's a reason why I can't do something. Mm. Uh, but what about the other way of here's the reason why I can't do it? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, people yeah. that have found their purpose tend to be more growth led than mm-hmm. fixed mindset, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. I love that so much. And then lastly, uh, last question, what is the best piece of career advice you've ever been given? Uh, the best piece of advice I've ever been given is put your head down and do a really good job and let your work speak for itself. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm a marketeer, so I love marketing things and people and stuff. And I was like, let your work speak for itself. And that is probably the best advice I've had because as, um, you know, when I was younger and many of us would be like, okay, what's the next step and what's the next move and when can I get promoted or when can the next big thing happen yeah. for me? And that can be exhausting mm. and stressful and constantly striving. Yes. But if you can just put your head down and do a really good job of what you're doing and then the work kind of markets you yeah. and speaks for itself, uh, that gives you that gives you even more joy because then you are getting it because of what you're doing, yeah. not because you asked for it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a case study. You're like, well, look at what I've done. Uh, yeah, not even saying you look what I've done. It's like somebody takes that work and kind of yeah. goes, says, I'm going to take this work and put it into another country or take it somewhere else. Yes. Uh, that's organic marketing which mm. uh, of your work which is absolutely rewarding uh, when that happens and I think you know I have learned in the f- that's why I would love to have found my purpose when I was 20 <laughs> instead of finding it when yes. I was 40 uh, it would have it would have given me those learnings to say stop putting your hand up and saying I want this or I want that yeah. just, just, just do just it do it just get that get, just it done. get it done and I feel like the young people today have got, have a very not that I am old but have a very sense of entitlement of I yeah. want this my, my son says this all the time I want this I want that and I'm like no you don't want it you need to work for it yes you'll <laughs> get it if you work for it yeah it's not just going to happen to you you yeah. have to do some work to get there yeah uh, which is quite a different mindset than I think what I had about 20 years yeah. ago <laughs> amazing well thank you awesome. so much it's been welcome. such thank a pleasure having you in here I thank really... you thank you for having me and I'd love to help your audiences find their purpose in some way or the other oh, I hope I have but I'm also happy to help you run workshops at some point please let's do that awesome. I'd love to discuss that I'm Nikki Bedford your host uh, I was here today with Beverly De Cruz. I hope you enjoyed the episode we'll speak to you we'll see you we'll see you next time <laughs> eat some pizza eat some pizza <laughs>